0: Welcome to the Clip Show. I'm Tiffany and I started a hair clip business out of my basement in Seattle in 2019. And it went from a one woman show to now a team of 14. I'm here chatting with my ops director. Wait it. It's Christine. <laughs> and this is where we chat about growing our small business, responsible manufacturing, and all the nuances in between. Nuance. Oh, today's a juicy one i'm excited okay okay like i'm excited but in that like kind of nauseated way (laughs) yeah yeah Mm, you might throw up (laughs) the title of this episode is how i spent 100k last (laughs) year to level up my biz and was it worth it all right let's do it (laughs) (laughs) i know as i was writing show notes like i had this idea for this podcast i was like this is gonna make christine throw up (laughs) My, my, um, it, because it made me feel a little nauseous when I was, like, writing it in. Anyway. I know, because you asked me, you were like, if you had 100 k what would you do, like, to spend on our business? What would you do? And I was like, okay, so I'm going to invest half of it? And you were like, You know, the funny thing about 100 k <laughs> is that
1: it's just, like, not that, very
0: much money. It's a lot of money, but it's also not very much. Yeah, like it can go really fast it can or I mean it's a lot it's yeah. a chunk of change yeah. for sure or it can be like Shannon being like Christine can I buy this $12 for research on Amazon and I'm like no I'm kidding I actually said yes <laughs> I mean I know Christine you come from health care government or accounting gov- yeah where <laughs> I'm sure you know it wasn't the budget wasn't frivolously spent. I mean, in some ways, yes and no. <laughs> but I did have a boss one time that like when I was reconciling stuff if there was like one penny missing, she would like spend a fucking day looking for it. Oh, not a good use of time. No, I was like, "I'm sorry. Can we talk about ROI real quick cuz you're crazy." Like, <laughs> yeah. But Okay. So, the reason why I was thinking about this was because exactly 1 year ago Last year, around this time in November, we had a great year. 2021, 2020, and 2021 were great years. And I just had 100K lying around. <laughs> no, I didn't. But I was like, I think I'm. I'm. it's time for a level up because I felt like we were still mm, kind of in this DIY uh, yeah. phase where things still looked like, you know, I was doing it from my house. yeah. And we had just moved into Saltbox that August okay, from my basement. Yes. So it was just that time. It was, it was like, like that first big step. And like... Yeah. And I had just hired Lupe mm-hmm. um, as actually... Our, she's our current brand director. But she came in as just wanting to ship packages. Yeah. But I was like, no, no, no. You you, you got, got s- some other skills. You got some skills. So... Yeah. Um, and then... Yeah, we had access to this like photo room. It just felt like the right time to level something up. Yeah, totally. What I was thinking about last year was email marketing, Mm. branding, and business consulting. Email marketing was something that we were doing very sparsely. Okay. Because I just didn't have the bandwidth to do it. We were sending out maybe one email like every one or two months Mm -hmm. for like a drop but you know email marketing is, is important it's an important part of owning like communication with your customers because well, that's, that's like what they teach you in marketing 101 is like emails well and, like we were we were like talking about that the other day in our marketing meeting where right. like your accounts on Instagram and mm-hmm. like Twitter can be banned at any time. Totally. And the only thing you actually own, own is like your email list. Right. Yeah. And that is true. That yeah. is true. Like you cannot just rely on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, so growing our list, I wanted to do that. And email marketing is fucking expensive. <laughs> it really fucking is, dude. Yeah. I talked to um, I talked to an agency who is like full service. Um, I also talked to, like, a friend of a friend who uh, was, like, down to kind of do it freelance as Mm -hmm. a side gig. But I was like, you know, if we're going to do it, let's just do it. Let's just do it. (laughs) (laughs) And um, the email marketing firm, they really, like, they really just sold me on it. Um, They were really about getting results and, like, Yeah. You know. They were results oriented. Results oriented, but they also made it sound very like we don't want to just put you through our grinder. We want to like make uh, make the content like very custom to you. So we have an account manager, we have a designer that will just work with you and a copywriter for you too. So it's like like a a three team. team person or three person team. Yeah um and it was not cheap it was five thousand a month I had to sign a four-month contract it was five thousand a month um and then we added sms too and that was another 2000 like 22.50 a month Ooh, so okay. it was like and that's like plus the platform that you're paying for like on top of that like Klaviyo oh yeah. and just Uno. yeah 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 so it probably tipped to like eight Okay. Okay. A month. Uh huh. I feel great about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was rocky. I, I put know. Lupe on it because um, I could tell Lupe was just smart, and she really likes to kind of do what needs to be done. Yes. Yes. which I really appreciate about and her. there's like a lot of structure that comes with that that she's like really good at mm-hmm. like owning and organizing yeah yeah. yeah yeah so um Lupe was kind of the point person with their team um and it was it was rocky because even though they had you know a designer just for us and a copywriter just for us they're still not in the chunks universe yeah it's anymore. like they're not they're not living that that like vision and like culture that we're in every day yeah like they can make they can do their best to try to sound like us or make things look like we would design it but Mm. i feel like especially for a company like ours our aesthetic is very specific yeah like they're putting on like the chunks wig but they're like not getting hair implants yeah like like they put on a wig from party city but they didn't go to bosley is what you're saying (laughs) (laughs) sure that's a great analogy (laughs) yeah so it just didn't quite feel super authentic plus they were super you know results oriented which means they're just trying to get those sales the numbers up which means that they are sending a lot of emails and to go from like one email every other month to like sometimes two a week. No, that's too much. I know. It was a lot of me and Lupe being like, no, 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 <laughs> can we, can we, let's, let's pull let's, it back. Let's, let's pull, pull it back, back. a little bit. Let's pull it back. Not yeah. so many uh, automations. Yes. We don't have to put like seven emails in a flow. Let's just, let's ease into it. Dude, nothing makes me hit the unsubscribe button faster than like, when they have like 12 different abandoned cart flows that are like emailing me like every hour. And I'm like, bro, I was high and watching training spaces. And I just wanted to scroll through and add shit to my cart, all right? Like, calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, continue. Uh, Yeah, so we pissed off some customers. And it was, we just. it was tricky it was tricky because we also ran into the fact that like in order to send two emails a week you need content yes. to send two emails a week and we don't feel like putting out bullshit content no. or bullshit like like what were they sending in those like what was the content they were including i don't even remember Uh, Because it was like a year ago. I don't remember what I did yesterday. Um, Aries. Aries life. Is that an Aries thing? Yeah. Fuck, that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I just remember it didn't feel right. And, mm-hmm. like, we just had to pull back a lot with them, which I'm sure for them wasn't great either because then that means they're not going to hit their numbers their and their goals. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, so it was just like, fuck, we didn't know what we were getting into. Lupe and I, neither of us knew what we were doing, you know? No. Um, and this is, I think, a mistake that I made in thinking that if I just hand something over to someone else, they will fix the problem right. or fix or just make it good. Right. But so much of what they're doing is dependent on... Like, like, who you are, the identity, like, the message. Yeah, like, they needed content from us. We don't necessarily... We we just didn't build up to that yet. No. You and, weren't at that level of, like, content output. And we didn't want... Even if we weren't and we just went with whatever they wanted to do for us... Yeah. Because that's what they, they do for a lot of companies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it didn't feel authentic to us and that's not how we wanted to like present our voice to our customers that's not the kind of relationship we wanted with our customers no and like you had had such a like meaningful authentic community mm-hmm. and like that's not the way to like communicate with them right no so i mean while i think it was a really good learning experience <laughs> And they set up some good flows for us that sure. we still use. Yes, for know? sure. They did. They set, up, they set up everything for us. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. They definitely did that big initial lift of like mm-hmm. setting everything up, all the yeah. automations, all the SMS stuff. Which is like flows. a lot of work. It's so. a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it just did not go as planned. Um, and I know it was on both parts. Like they, you know, they had a system and we were kind of like, Throwing wrenches in their system, right? Um, so by the end, we were just like, "Oh yeah, this is not the gr- the best." Yeah. Partner, did you tell them? Were you like, "We don't ha-, like when they when they came in." Were they like, "How much are you spending on customer acquisition?" And you were like, "Nothing." Yeah, like <laughs> when we first you mean when we first started talking? Oh, yeah, like when you like I bet they came in and they were like, "So how much are you paying for Google Ads?" And you were like. A what? Zero. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> no, that's why they actually sold me on it, because they came, uh, They their approach was really like, we want to make sure that, uh, we create emails that feel really authentic to your brand and your voice, and that's mm. what sold me. So they they did. They talked the talk really well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. The salesperson did a good job. <laughs> More for you, Glenn Coco. <laughs> yeah, but it was still a little bit too much. It was way too much for us. And then kind of midway through, Lupe and I were like, okay, we have to we have to s- s- talk to them and really figure out like different different goals like Mm -hmm. because our end goal is no longer open rates or six no conversions or whatever ours is like i don't know engagement engagement. but also i feel like whenever we talk about email like what we're talking about is like especially email and sms like sms Mm -hmm. is so intimate Mm -hmm. as like a communication Mm -hmm. like lupe always says like She's like it kind of feels invasive because when you are on like an SMS subscriber list and you get texts all the time, it does feel invasive. Yeah. But like when you get to like get something that's weird and fun, like that's that's a real moment that you have to like build a relationship with the customer. Yeah. So we finished out that contract. It was a four month contract, and then we're like, that's enough. <laughs> we, got, we got it. Thanks for setting up our flows. We'll take it from here. Okay. And we we definitely learned, like mm-hmm. we learned um, the challenges of like bringing in an agency to do something for you. Right. I think it is the right, um, it is the right call for some businesses for yeah. sure. Totally. It just wasn't for us. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So give me that the next was, gut punch. Yeah. So overall, that was. Eight thousand a month for four months, so about thirty-two k. That that ate up. All right. Yep. <laughs> Got it. <'Kay>. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> All right. Um, probably more. But okay. 30K. Another 30K on branding. Ooh. Okay. So branding was another place that I was really excited to level up because like I said for 20 for 2020 2021 most of the year we were still just like doing flat lays in my like living room floor mm-hmm. and it looked like that. It looked like it was yeah, like um, it was DIY. DIY one Etsy, woman business. Kind of. Yeah, like I had never paid for a photo shoot or any kind of graphic design. No, I'm wrong uh i did initially when i started chunks that was the first time i ever spent money on any kind of branding and an acquaintance of mine now a friend but she did our oh you met her the other day madeline but she oh, did yeah. our uh logo and oh, cool. our like first version pack cards and oh, stuff fine. yeah um, and she did a, she did a great job with that um and then and then there was one other time like a few months later that I need I wanted a website refresh mm. and I paid someone a few thousand dollars to help me with that and it was like a fucking fail no (laughs) No. i just didn't know what i was doing yeah and then i knew somebody who used to she used to be like the director of this small branding agency but she had recently went freelance so i hit her up and she put together a small team it was her and then another kind of like branding creative and copywriter and then a graphic designer so mm-hmm. it's also like a three-person team okay um, and yeah and I felt like they really they pitched us they pitched us like a couple different sizes size packages okay like a mini mini refresh. refresh yeah for like 15k and then another one for like 25 and Ooh. another one for 30 ah. I know I know oh, and I oh, was oh. like <sighs> <sighs> like, th- 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 like okay. the most I'd spent on anything before that was like $3,000 yeah yeah oh, so you're like <gasps> okay, okay. <laughs> you like, seems super reasonable. Just let me think about it really quick. Okay. Yeah. But again, it's like, fuck, 30 seems a lot to me. But then I was scrolling through the other day, uh, and I saw like a post from um, Female Founder World, okay. and they were talking about, wooden spoon herbs have you heard of wooden spoon herbs i've no. been seeing them a lot in the past few months but it's like um they do like tinctures oh i love this yeah they've become pretty popular kind of in that like wellness uh yeah. herbal space i am seeing lots of photos with ginger in it and like some rosemary yeah okay so they just spent two hundred thousand dollars on a year-long brand refresh Holy shit! Two hundred thousand dollars. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, they raised a seed round. Apparently. I was gonna say, was this like after their seed round funding? Okay. Yeah, and then they're also like going into Whole Foods like in a big way. Oh shit! So, okay, so they're like with investors working on like cap. Okay, got it, got it. Got but got it. but like that's a that's that's more of what like a full professional yes. refresh costs. Yes. Whew. <sighs> So, uh, <laughs> so um I was so like yeah. a whole ass house in my hometown in wyoming it's fine I'm, i know fine okay. i know it seems crazy <laughs> but good branding will yeah, pay you know it pays for itself for sure it's worth its weight in gold anyway so going back to ours i was like okay thirty thousand dollars <laughs> And they did a really good job. It felt like brand therapy Mm because they really went through the whole, like, story of Chunks, like, our brand identity. Okay. Um, And then, like, what our needs were and our design system. I think our goal was really to figure out, like, our our design system. We didn't have a foundational way that we created assets. Right, okay. So that was like the beginning of starting to think about how we create assets in an in intentional an actual, organized way. Got it. Okay. okay. So, so what yeah, what did you learn from that experience? Like when you're like going through and doing this massive rebrand, spending this money, like what what did you learn from that? Okay. So what I learned Is that it's really hard to talk about aesthetics. (laughs) Because you're like, it's like, you know, it's Uh, chunks. Yeah. And then like, and it feels like, like chunks. It's Um, just looking a little like simple, but (laughs) we want it to feel a little quirkier. Like it's so hard to talk about like a vibe. Yes. Yes. You know? And Lupe and I, again, we're going into this wine. Like neither of us had done this before. Nope. So I'm sure Anne and her team were like they fucking idiots. (laughs) (laughs) They're a typical small business owner. They're like, it just like doesn't feel right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like they hit hit it on the nose as far as like our brand identity. Mm. But then we learned a lot while they kind of started building out the visuals because we realized branding again, it's not just like a solution for your lack of branding. No. it's like we realize that branding alone can't can't level up your creative you also have to have good photos and co- content and that's yeah. equally important to having good branding good branding is simply like a palette right it's like an it's like a channel to like express the identity that you already know like that you already have like well defined and you have content behind it to like move through that channel yeah 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 and to create kind of a cons- cohesive look mm-hmm. as you're presenting your con- the content that we should have yeah but we didn't even have that you right. know and our photo <laughs> shoots were still like pretty janky and so it's like you can't even put a uh, good branding if you have janky photos and then This is why Lupe is, like, so traumatized by those backgrounds that you have. She's like, you can't use those anymore. (laughs) Oh, the paper backgrounds? Yes. Yeah. So for Lupe and I, it was really learning in real time of, like, oh, okay. This is what branding can and cannot do Yes. for us. Yeah. I think you have to really go into it knowing exactly what you need to get out of it. Mm -hmm. like. Like with Wooden Spoon, I can only speculate, but they needed specifically packaging that could communicate to a new audience on a shelf. Yeah. Like they have a real like specific problem that they need to solve with their branding. And they also know what like the other brands around them on those shelves are going to look like Mm. and how they specifically communicate like who they are through that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we just went into it blind and be like, we just need to look more professional. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, it's we just want to be like kind of like cute, but also like, oh my god, who is she? <laughs> yeah. So a lot of the a lot of what they did was like kind of hold our hand and like help us figure out what we needed okay. at the time. Got it. Um but they also helped us implement Figma, which oh, we sweet. still use, totally. which has been really helpful. Um and so they helped us kind of figure out like how we wanted to organize our projects and where we wanted to house them and Mm -hmm. where we want to keep all of our like you know all of our brand assets and things okay cool yeah yeah we were just kind of unprepared so anyway I do feel like 30k is pretty Fairly reasonable for branding, though branding is just expensive. Yeah, yeah, it's literally how you sell yourself. So yeah, makes sense. Yeah, but even since then, our branding has shifted. We had we haven't done a really good job of like adhering to the brand mm. guidelines that they created for us. We definitely still apply, you know, like our logo and certain little like borders that they made. And the us specific and font and like the yeah. fonts and the colors. So that was really important. But some of the other ways that they put things together, we've definitely broken those rules. But we've realized we wanted that. Yeah. We wanted our branding to allow us room to like create, to have fun yes. within each project. Yeah. Um. And I think that's also just, like, kind of a generational thing as branding has evolved over the years. Like, even ten, five, ten years ago, branding was, like, very... It was, like, the most important thing is to be, like, recognizable and immediately, like, a trustworthy thing that someone's going to pick up off the shelf rather than, yeah. like, the way like that it communicates. Flowing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, I think, like, Gen Z, too as they're coming into you know like the zeitgeist of visual culture A lot of changes have started happening in, like, visual trends. Yes. And it's a lot looser. It's just a lot looser than it used to be. And also, like, with the millennial and, like, Gen Z crowd, like, you know that, like, branding and, like, traditional, like, logo stuff, like, goes through, like, 10 layers of irony on everything. So, like, taking it too seriously is also, like, not going to win you anything. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, so... It's continuing to evolve, but I, I do feel like it was it was a good place to start, and we really went through some brand therapy with them. Yeah. That was meaningful. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So potentially worth it. Potentially yeah. worth it. So now we're up to like 65K deep <laughs> in the hole. <laughs> Are you feeling nauseous? I'm feeling so good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I spent 30k on a business consultant. So okay. uh, yeah, the reason why I wanted a business consultant was also, it was just the where I was at at that business. I, here's another water metaphor. I really felt like I was at this place where I was about to dive off a fucking cliff. <laughs> And i was like i don't know how to do any of this shit. i don't even know what i don't know yeah yeah and i don't know what i'm doing with emails i don't know what i'm doing with branding i don't know what i need to be doing in order to level up wherever i think i'm going yeah i just i didn't know yeah so i knew this business consultant because she's just a local kind of small business consultant in seattle and Mm. i had worked with her a couple times before and i was like okay, um, okay. Let's, let's do this. And she definitely helped me brainstorm and lay out my vision. Like that was a big chunk of the time is us like sitting in a meeting room and whiteboarding and like saying, okay, like just brain dumping. And then yeah. she was able to kind of like put the pieces here and put the pieces there and yeah. f- start to help me figure out how to think in a more goal oriented right. strategic way she, she taught you that S bar thinking she yeah. did yeah yeah so that was that was helpful because i really hadn't done any kind of operational thinking yeah. before that sure and so she was definitely helping me by kind of leading me through that strategic path and how to create a structure yeah around different parts of the business and that was also very deeply brand therapy Yeah. So it was nice having a partner in that. The main deliverable I got, I mean, you've looked through the stuff that she gave me, Mm -hmm. but the main deliverable I got through that was like how to structure a creative brief. Also like this big roles and responsibilities chart, um, which outlined all the roles in the business that needed to exist that year whether they were filled at the time or, or not. not yeah um and then it was kind of like a chart of each role what bucket of the business it fell under and mm-hmm. then who was involved in that role and that was broken out into an advocate role an aid role a stakeholder role or a sponsor role okay so yeah. an advocate is like the main person who is advocating for yeah, that uh, role. An aide is someone who assists mm-hmm. in that role. A stakeholder is somebody that needs to know about changes that are happening in mm-hmm. that role. And a sponsor is someone who can mentor or teach that role. Yeah. And that was that was really helpful to just get a sense of what needed to happen mm. and who needed to be involved. I mean, I didn't really use it that much afterwards it was nice at the time to yeah. do that practice yeah but you know me yeah I know you, <laughs> you know I, re- I still remember when I came on board and I like found some of that stuff and I was like hey like what is this you were like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, those things are more helpful to me in the moment as we're doing them. Right. And it's like, it gets it's me... more of an exercise than it is for something for you to like. I feel like you learned a lot. Like, I'm just like listening to this and like seeing how much like you've made progress and like how you can articulate your vision, how you are able to like give feedback, how you're able to think about what you do and don't want. Like, it's mm-hmm. clear that this had like a lot. All three of these things had a lot of impact in like how you approach things. Totally. Looking in hindsight, it really really, really helped my thinking. Mm-hmm. I feel, like, less nauseous from that standpoint. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, Good. Yeah. Good. Okay. <laughs> me too. <laughs> but I guess what made me a little nauseous about that was just because I was basically hiring her as, like, a operations director. Yeah. Um, you know, like a, what's it called? A fractional ops director. Yeah, like your virtual... Right. But the amount of time to teach somebody about your whole business so that they can have meaningful insight about it, it's a lot. Yes. It's a big, like curve learning yes. curve which i mean was in hindsight like helpful for me to go through like teaching somebody about the business because, because that's how I you going kind of it. learn it yourself too right right. teaching is like the best way that you can reinforce your own understanding of things right but specifically in my circumstance i knew that the next big hire i had to make was an ops director yeah So, I could have just made that hire a little bit sooner Mm. and not had to go through like teaching somebody my whole business like twice. Yeah. So, that's the part that I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, like, I'm glad that you did it. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> but but, you know, yeah, that, like that's like that's like a personal thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was OK. It's not quite 100,000, but it's like it's pretty 95, close. It's pretty probably close. all said and done. I, like I said, like I'm seeing all of this and I just see the impact of it from where we are now and it's clear that like it gave us a lot of structure that we really did need and it also gave you i think the words and like mapping ability to be able to like, explain where you wanted to go and right. like understand how to like be like okay this is what this person needs to understand from me in order to like carry this out totally yeah even just even just like talking about it with you here right now it's making me feel better about it. Yeah, because up until now I was like, "Who that was a hundred k that maybe wasn't the most effective in the direct deliverables that it gave me." Mm-hmm. But looking back, I'm like, "Oh yeah, but it was a time of rapid change, learning yeah. for me, and and figuring out like where we needed to level up ourselves." Yeah, and we. And again like I'm taught this lesson over and over that just because you feel like you don't know how to do something doesn't mean that you should just hire an expert to do it right because I think a lot of times my intuition is correct like oh yeah I did know that like I I just wanted an easy solution for something yes it's funny because I I'm loving hearing you talk about this because at a similar time Uh when we were not together i was in my role and we went through two different consulting agencies in my department about like i mean we were 16 million dollars in debt my department was and so the school hired two different consulting groups for us to work with Mm. and i remember because the first one that like came and worked with us It was, like, when my director just, like, went on leave. So it was, like, me and our chair was in the process of getting fired. So it was, like, me and this consulting group. And I was, like, what's up, guys? Oh, boy. (laughs) And, uh, you know, they, like, asked me for a lot of information. And, like, as I was pulling all of these things together, I was, like, oh, I know what the problem is. Uh (laughs) You know? And then they kind of left without any sort of happening from it and it was $800,000 for that first group so feel better for a second uh yeah so then they left we brought on an interim chair my director came back from his leave in a way uh and then we had another group come in Uh and we did the same exercises with them and I was like no but I really fucking know what the problem is and I know how to solve it now and it's so interesting how like I feel like I learned how to think like a consultant through those experiences. Mm-hmm. And it's really important to like have that interaction so you know how to like look at your own company and your own business yes. with that perspective yes. and through that lens to be like, OK, zoom out for a second what is like really broken here right. or what really needs to be the priority right and so there is a lot of value yeah. from like that kind of experience yeah. hopefully it's not eight hundred thousand dollars but um, when you're already sixteen million dollars in debt, it's fine. Uh, but like, there's a lot of value that comes from learning how to think that way. Yeah, and it, there's there's something that's so important about being able to continue to approach your business that way.
1: Yes, so
0: it was definitely a level up for me personally. Totally. And yeah. I also think, I mean, like it seems like Lupe learned a lot from that and I her ability so. to like approach things. yeah, and a lot of these things resulted in systems we still use today, like mm-hmm. figma and Clavio and those sorts of things. So there's like a lot of value there. yeah. yeah. I think that's listen, I was okay. I was prepared to come in and be like, <laughs> 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 I feel better. I feel better. Now. Okay. okay, cool. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. Okay, yeah. me too. <laughs> You know, a hundred thousand dollars. It's it's a lot of money and it's also not a lot of money. Because it's a lot of money when we're thinking about like our day-to-day and like when we're just like purchasing things, but like in the course of like your business, it just See, doesn't make that much of a dent. I know. I mean, that's just the kind of risk taker I am. <laughs> I'm really thankful for that Aries part of you. That is, I know, man, to a fucking fault. Like sometimes it kicks me in the ass because I I'm like, yeah, that's definitely a risk I want to take. Yeah. You know. Whereas like my Taurus ass is like in the like this couch that's like, I just don't think we need to make any changes. I know. Time. You've <laughs> been you have been doing putting in so much like research just to like figure out if a twenty four thousand dollar investment in Shopify Plus is is like worth it whereas the way that team is like fucking over it everybody's like we just do it it's great because that's you're the you're the tourist to my aries like you're the one that's trying to milk that investment and that's why we're so great together (laughs) but we're so good and the way that i look at that like Mm -hmm. shopify plus investment is like well, you know, if you think about it, it's only like we just have to make two more sales. That was like a the week. most. That was like the <laughs> most like Tiffany Christine dynamic thing ever. As I was like, if we're gonna do this, I'm gonna milk every single fucking dollar out of it that I can. And oh, yeah. you were like, it's like two more sales a day. Oh yeah, two more sales a day. Easy, <laughs> fucking easy. We can do it. Twenty four thousand. That's fine. Uh, well, we make a good team. We do make a good team. I love it. And I feel so much better. Okay. And now I really want to ask you an important question. Huh. What is your chunk of the week, Tiffany? <laughs> <laughs> most important question. The most important. Um, right now I'm wearing my blue marble dolly. She is your standby. Yeah, she's been my gym claw mm-hmm. lately. Yes. Yes. Like, she just is real. She lasts through all the burpees and stuff. Yes. She really holds up. And then I just wear her for the rest of the day. Yeah. She really is like, she holds it all together. Fucking love you, Dolly. Mm-hmm. Was it inspired by Dolly Parton? Um, Don't answer that. I want to pretend that it is. It was. <laughs> It was. We had a whole grammatical debate earlier today about like what the plural of Dolly clause is. Yeah. <laughs> and if it's IES or if it's Y S. Or apostrophe. Oh, or but y- that is not possessive. But yeah. Okay. So you. No one wants to know that. No one, no one cares about my <laughs> grammar issues. Um, uh, you didn't ask, but my <laughs> chunk of the week. Um, OK, so I put these on my headphones today. And they're, so they're the mini claws. And I know I said that last time. But I specifically picked these lime Stripe mini claws because this was the first chunk that I bought. Oh, and I remember finding it and being like, "How fucking cute is that?" To Aaron, and he was like, "Yeah, that seems like a hair claw." And I was like, "No, it's fucking cute." <laughs> and he was like, "I'm super happy that you love it. Like, why don't you get it?" And I was like, "I'm going to." Thank you. Anyways, I love her my too. Little chunk my chunk journey and I just love that like I first of all lime green is my favorite color me too and then I love this stripe on the other side that's like it's purple and blue and like when you look at the purple it's kind of sparkly is it purple? it is it's like it's an kind of indigo it's and it's shimmery. kind of shimmery it's yeah. very cute <laughs> I'm vantam whiting right now so um, yeah that's why I picked her to go on my headphone crown nice they look like cute little ears Little ear babies. Mm. I did used to be a Disney adult. I don't want to talk about it though. <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> anyway, Christine wore these on her headphones for uh, we got a comment the other day that I was like, You need some clips for the over the headphone book look. And I'm I'm serving it today. Okay. Cool. It's cute love it i've decided thanks christine yeah you're welcome. if you like this episode rate and review and subscribe to the show did you know that you can rate and review every episode it really 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 helps us uh we really want this podcast to do well we really do Mm -hmm. we love talking to you yeah and send it to all your business you know small biz friends Uh, Also, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at chunks.shop, and send us a DM if you have any topics you'd like us to talk about. We love to hear from you. Okay, bye. Bye.